0: they back made to a monster if you the monster and
1: I'm Alex With me, as always, is Wheels Weeniker. Wheels, 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 we have a special guest today to talk about the Jets. It is the biggest Jets fans I know, Akiba Wieneker.
2: Yeah, that's me. We should really should have had my grandpa on this podcast at some
1: point. Yeah. Does he yeah. know what a podcast is?
2: Uh, I think he's got an idea. Yeah. Okay. Um, he, I don't think he's. I, I think my dad has played him a clip or two at at some point. I don't know if he C- could find it himself.
1: Can I complain to you about something? Yeah. So, um, I think I've mentioned to you before that one of my greatest pleasures in life is when you're, like, falsely accused of something, but you know with 100% certainty that it's false and that you're going to be able to prove it's false since so you're going to get off.
2: Yeah, when you have proof of something. That's great. Yeah,
1: But then, of course, the, 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 the worst thing in life is then, despite that, you still being found guilty anyway. Right? Yeah. Where you get so, accused, you didn't do it, you prove you didn't do it, and then they don't care.
2: So, are you being vague or are you going to tell a story?
1: No, I have a real life example. I got oh, but I it's got to be quick
2: because this is a serious. We got right. serious business today. We're talking about the Jets.
1: I I got like a, a summons in the mail. Whoa! Yeah, you are hereby summoned to appear before this court to answer this complaint. If you fail to appear on the date and at the time stated, a warrant will be issued for your arrest.
2: Oh my god! Yeah,
1: is it so, related to your contractor? No. <laughs> no. Well, I I guess kind of. No, no. So they're accusing me of offense three sixty four dash three C.
2: Oh, child porn. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> You can't (laughs) joke about that. Okay.
1: No, it's uh so I looked it up and it has something to do with disposing of garbage in the wrong way, whatever it is.
2: Oh my god. But the crazy thing Can't you just say Dr. Jen
1: did it? Well, so here's the crazy thing. They're not saying that it was done like at my property. They're saying it was done somewhere else in Englewood by me and a police officer witnessed me with my name in my vehicle doing this on August thirteenth at ten in the morning, according to the, the summons, right? Yeah. There's only one problem. Yeah. On August 13th at 10 in the morning, I was in my office in another state. Ah. So I'm like, on the one hand, I'm like excited because it's like, oh, I can actually prove that I, I don't know why I got this. I don't know if it's a mistake. I don't know who it's directed at, but like, you know, I got it. Did your alibi, wife maybe. ever drive your car? No, no, well, it wasn't her. So she was okay. actually sleeping because she had just been working the night before, can, uh, also in another state. Can I tell you what so, my, my
2: uh, uh, speaking of wives, spouses driving your car, my yeah. sister revealed uh, when I was with her uh, this past month that... Uh, or I guess her husband revealed, my brother-in-law revealed that he is not allowed to drive a white... He wanted to buy like a white or a silver car, but his wife, my sister, made him buy a black car. And when we said why, he said, uh, because she, my, your, your sister will only drive black cars. But I said, but yeah, she has a black car. Why can't you have a white car? He said, just in case, and it doesn't happen, but just in case she has to drive it, she will not drive a white car. <laughs> she hates white cars. So ju- in, the, in the 1% chance that like as a backup, she would need his car, his car needs to be black, so... He's got a lot of
1: hand in that relationship. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, By the way, uh, so that that raises another thing. I was just talking to my wife about this. Like, do most people have, like, in in a couple, like, one one member of the couple has his or her own car, and then the other person has his or her own car, and, like, never the twain shall mix? Yes.
2: I think in every couple that's like that, basically. I mean, now – we have cuz we definitely do not have that we have listeners from Manhattan who have zero cars or if no, most want. no i'm talking about circumstances where but you But you're two talking cars about if adults. any two car yeah. two adult family and obviously it's tricky like i have two little sisters so then now in my parents house there's at least three cars but sometimes there's four drivers um it, yes in a normal scenario then yes it's always a husband's car and a wife's car i'd say a hundred percent of the time i don't know why you're so heteronorm. as you
1: as you or whatever it doesn't matter husband a husband yeah. wife and wife well okay because uh, when i grew up we had my dad's car and my mom's car and they always had their own cars yes and they you know it, well except if my mom had like the station wagon so if we were driving as a family it might be yeah of course you, you're
2: allowed to drive the other person's car i mean yeah, yeah but if, in if, our if...
1: family we don't have that at all they're both like both of our cars and i've tried to propose that and it got shot down immediately <laughs>
2: That's correct. Well, let me ask you: are they both uh, are they both larger than five seaters?
1: Well, okay. So we have yeah we have a regular sedan which is exactly five seats. Okay. Well, and
2: then, then it's we tricky. Have, that well yeah, then and it's, then we
1: have a minivan. Well, then obviously but, whoever's
2: picking up or driving the kids around is going to drive the minivan.
1: Yeah, but also my wife my wife drives to work whenever she goes to work, so she always takes the the the, the sedan to work. Oh, okay. So my my wife drives both cars more than I do. Yeah. Okay. I mean, nothing you're saying is crazy. I
2: think. I think. I, yeah, that's but fair. But I, I tried
1: to claim one. I tried to claim the. Sedan so you tried for to, cl- and yeah. I said you could have the minivan, and, and that immediately got shot down.
2: So. Now, le- do, let me ask you a question. Do you have two
1: completely sets, of, different sets of car seats? That's such dad car- talk. That we have car seats all over the place. Car seats are getting transferred from this car to that car, and because it's we, very we have, annoying to transfer car seats. Yeah. Well, like, here's to buckle the thing, in when you're on the road. No. Well, the car seat is annoying. The the, the booster is not so annoying.
2: Booster is not a big deal at all. Yeah. yeah.
1: So because we do carpools, the rule is you have to have a booster for every person in the carpool. Mm Mm-hmm. So even though we only have three kids, we own like eight car seats. Yeah, I got it. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a all right.
2: this, is, this is dad talk. We're losing yeah, our. Nobody our cares about this. Shout
1: listeners. Um, yeah. So anyway, so like I've been, but the reason I brought this up is I've been doing like you know all this like evidence to prove where I've been and where I haven't been. And mm-hmm. so like I asked my office to provide evidence of when I scanned in my card for security, mm-hmm. and then I and then I asked my office to provide a list of all the phone calls I made from my office phone. And I'm like getting all this evidence to prove. Oh, I found like my my, my the ticket that I used on the bus that morning to go mm-hmm. to New Jersey and my. Uber Uber That's crazy
2: that you had a ticket. From what month is this from?
1: This is just a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay, fine. Still exactly crazy. a week ago. It was the was last. It was a week ago today. We're recording on the 20th. This is an. Why 15th. do you
2: think? Do you think this cop has something out for you? Like, do you think the cop is friends with someone who hates you?
1: <laughs> so yeah, I was trying to figure out why this happened and what happened and how I'm getting accused of something that I can prove I didn't do. I, I'm I'm not sure. I really do don't. You have know. to bring yeah, an attorney. Could be mistaken identity. Say it again. Do you have to bring an attorney? I hope not.
2: What day, is, what day is your court date? Well,
1: so here's even the weirder part. I called – so the the, the, the the one that came in the mail, the summons, it was all handwritten. It wasn't, like, printed. Yeah. And it, it looks like it was written in disappearing ink, so I can barely make out any of it. It's all, like, very, very faded. So I called the 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 city, the municipal court yesterday to find mm-hmm. out, like, when do I actually have to show up? Because I see it says the date, but I can't really see the time. It's sort of rubbed out. And I called the city, and they have no evidence of this even. Wait, so it's fake? Well, so I, she says, is it typed or handwritten? I said, it's handwritten. She said, oh, well, then the police officer may not have – they have to bring it in personally to deliver it, and they might just haven't done that yet. So I'm like, well, that's weird that they mail it to me before they even tell the court.
2: This is very sketchy.
1: So she says to me, well, why don't you call the police officer and ask and – and I don't want to do that because I don't want to alert the cop to the fact that I have an alibi and that you know she's going to show up and uh, be sorely mistaken that the scofflaw gets off. Yeah, uh, you know maybe i'm her white whale i don't know so um those are side oh it's a female cop yeah you have a problem with that
2: <laughs> you said she i don't know i assumed that it was a, it was a guy
1: yeah i'm just a, I, uh i don't know i You're i very, guess i don't know
2: very uh okay yes
1: yeah, so i don't know what's going on so 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 now so i don't want to call the cops so i don't know so i guess i'll just call the city municipal court every couple of days to see if it's been this is delivered crazy yet.
2: this is really yeah. nuts
1: yeah, so we might have to um, – I get one call from prison, right? Okay.
2: yeah, better So we might have
1: to record like seven episodes in a row.
2: It would be possible. I wonder how many podcasts have been done from jail. I guess the most popular podcast was partially done from jail. Yes. So we could we could copy them. All right, let's talk yeah. about the Jets. Team, let's talk about the Jets. Team number 21. Um, apologies to Harold Nav, who we didn't have on this year because we didn't have any.
1: The highest yet. they've been in a while. Congratulations, Jeff. Yeah.
2: All right. I, I mean, listen, people – Sam Darnold, from the end of last year to the beginning of this year, has somehow gone from, like, being one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL to being like, everyone is assuming he's going to be a superstar this year. It is interesting. Mm. I don't now he was the last. Now, four we weeks we, of,
1: we are going to be doing our quarterback rankings on tomorrow's episode.
2: Tomorrow's episode. Um, now he was one of the, the, I believe, depending on your metric, the best quarterback in the NFL the last four weeks of the year last year. So he definitely got much better as the season went on. <laughs> D-
1: depending on your metric is no. I a believe he No, sense.
2: I think he was. I think I think by almost any metric he was. He was Not look nice. at his look at his last four weeks. They're really good. Or maybe it was thirteen to sixteen, something like that. Um, uh. If, and if you take out, you know, the, the Jets had that one game last year against Miami where their center couldn't snap the ball, and he threw five interceptions. But he literally the snaps were, were – oh, he, was, he was chasing the ball like he was in elementary school like the whole game. So you take and out so that game. so therefore all
1: the interceptions were his center's fault. Yeah, they were. He was literally throwing right, the ball that,
2: from 30 yards behind the line all right. of scrimmage the whole game. It's, all right. it's, watch it. It's crazy. Anyway. Now,
1: I'm, I'm looking at his game log last year, mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. Uh, in week 13, he had 170 yards, one touchdown, one interception. So I don't think that that was uh, one of his great games. Uh, in week 16, they lost 38-3. to three. He had his uh, average yards per attempt was below 6. He had 167 mm-hmm. yards on 28 attempts. So I don't think he was very good at that game.
2: No, he was great in every game.
1: Okay, so he had uh, he had two good games, weeks 14 and 15, both of which they lost, by the way. But in those two games, he combined. I think it's the last three. I think
2: that is the last three games of the season. Now, again,
1: geez. his last game of the year was an abysmal game. He had a fifty-seven percent completion percentage, and less than six yards per attempt. No, so definitely not. And They lost thirty-eight to three. So he had two good games the entire season, and they were in weeks fourteen and f- games fi- fourteen and fifteen.
2: Yeah, he was great. Maybe that's
1: what you mean. He had two good games. Congratulations. Uh, you think anyway, those two? yeah. All right. So, but you're 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 all in on Sam Darnold.
2: Yeah, I'm guy. all in. I mean, he's he's he is the hope. He's yeah. the future. Uh, he's my one now love. now.
1: Just to give people a a little bit of an inside, uh, you know, inside the podcast studio and a spoiler alert for tomorrow. So, the way we normally do our quarterback rankings is I make my quarterback rankings, you make your quarterback rankings, we combine them so we get an average ranking. And then that is the cumulative, you know, that's the ranking for the podcast. Yes. You said to me earlier that you will not give me your rankings ahead of time. Correct. Because you are concerned that your are number one ranked quarterback. No, I didn't say that. In this podcast.
2: I did not say that. I said I have one ranking, not the number one ranking. Uh, I have oh, a I one ranking, one ranking that will upset you. And it's not Sam Darnold.
1: Oh, oh, because I was worried that you were going to have Sam Darnold number one. That
2: would be funny. No, it's I have a, we just have one ranking that's going to be different. Maybe one in the podcast, but we're definitely going to have some yelling over it. Um, all right, all right so let's talk about the rest want. of the team. But I do think yeah. Darnold has a big second year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, I do think running backs with a history of skipping a year, uh, it's actually been a positive for them. Uh, how yeah, long is going to be good? This, I don't know. I
1: haven't seen the evidence for that. So uh, um, Now
2: the receiving core. Does Robbie Anderson, Quincy Anunua, and, and Jameson Cratter is receiving core excite you? <laughs> uh,
1: do you remember what you said about them last year? What did I say? You said that the Jets might have the best receiving core in the NFL.
2: No, I never said that. <laughs> yes, anyway, did. Robbie yes. Robbie Robbie Anderson yes, is in,
1: and I laughed and I laughed.
2: Robbie Anderson is an elite deep threat. Quincy Enunwa is probably the best tackle breaker, maybe Golden oh Tate, but he's he's suspended of of any receiver in the NFL. And Jameson Crowder is going to lead the team in receptions. Chris Herndon had now, an now, unbelievable now, Robbie
1: Anderson, this amazing deep threat had how many Did he even have more than fifty catches last year?
2: Yeah, I think he had like fifty-seven, maybe.
1: Yeah, uh, he had fifty.
2: I'm, is the answer? Yeah, I mean the team. The team was, was barely able to move the ball. Like, do first you know
1: all, who I? Wait, but hold on a second. If they had all these elite wide receivers, why were they barely able to move the well, ball? Well,
2: they had no blocking, and then yeah. and then they all got hurt. Everyone got hurt.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at this team's depth chart. Why is Bilal Powell still on this team? Speaking of getting hurt, so Powell
2: was cut, and then he they signed him as a camp body. And Elijah
1: McGuire still on this team? Ty Montgomery. Eli- I mean, like, Elijah Mag- is this? this is the place where old running backs go to die.
2: Basically, so Elijah McGuire is only a third-year player. He's just the worst running back in the NFL. He's probably not going to make the team. Uh, so Bilal Powell was cut, and then over the summer they just needed like a fifth body in camp, and they signed him, and he's looked really, really good. Bilal Powell quietly has had a good career. Like he's really never been bad his whole career. Uh, he can run and and pass catch. Uh, so he he's got he doesn't play special teams, so it's very hard to make any team as a, as a third running back when you don't play special teams, because you almost always you're relying yeah. on, you know, their best special teams player, Trenton Cannon, was their third, their third running back last year. But Ty Montgomery is a poor man's Le'Veon Bells, so which is why he's the backup. He's, the truth is, Darnold has a lot of pass catchers, because Her, Herndon spend the first four games, but Herndon had a fantastic rookie season. He was really their one find last year. Uh, he's going to be a top 10 tight end in the NFL uh, next year for sure, but definitely the last 12 weeks this year. Um, if their if their core of Anderson Nunwa, Crowder, Herndon, and Bell stay healthy, you know, and not suspended, then it's it's you know they're going to be able to move the ball every game. Their offensive line is it's basically five old men. Uh, everyone is it, right, their center literally retired in the off season, and they had to give them a million do, you know millions of dollars to, to come out of retirement. Is that Jonathan Harrison? No, Ryan Khalil. They they signed oh. from from the oh uh, oh, the oh Ryan Khalil. He's very old. Um, yeah. Uh, they signed veterans. So Who's Jonathan Harrison? Jonathan Harrison was supposed to be their starter, but Khalil is. Khalil okay. Took there, his job.
1: There's a lot of ways to spell Jonathan. This is yes. not one of them.
2: <laughs> yeah, Jonathan. He's got an O and two T's. He's um, got two
1: O's, two T's. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, he's the backup the, center, and, and yeah, Garth- he makes Dwayne
1: well, Wade look like a spelling yeah. champ.
2: Yeah. Uh, Kelvin Beecham is is pretty old. He's their left tackle. Brandon Shell, uh, Art Shell's great nephew uh has never really uh you know been better than a league average player he's the right tackle Brian Winters is, is, isn't super athletic he's the right guard and Collecio yeah, Samelli uh, is was their big offseason signing no, for the I'm Ravens. I'm
1: looking at their depth chart right now uh, yeah. and there is a a red cue for questionable next to four of their five starting offensive line Yeah
2: the whole offensive line is injured right now it's a All little right, bit so of an issue good. but but nobody had nobody's at week 1 yet so but it is weird the entire the entire team is injured in training camp yeah. Uh moving to the defense. Wait,
1: well, hold on, uh, let's stay on the offense for a second. Yeah, so the okay. Jets, as you like to uh, famously complain about, have never had a tight end of relevance in your life. Yes. Yeah, I mean Johnny Mitchell was talented but never put moment. it together. Is that correct? Correct. So is it time for Eric Tomlinson? <laughs> it, Eric Tomlinson might make the team, but I don't think he yeah. will. Oh, but he will not be f- catching touchdowns.
2: Uh I mean he could. I, I, with the Jets didn't score a touchdown, I don't think, in that game, did they? Or they mm-hmm. lost then seven maybe. Um, well, you're yeah, they drafted Trevon Wesco, so he has to make the team. And Ryan Griffin, if you remember from the Texans, is ahead of him. So ah, I don't okay. think Tomlinson—I think Tomlinson's probably fifth on the depth chart. I don't think he's going to make the team. Right.
1: Is he one of the top two Tomlinsons to play for this team this decade?
2: Um, yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. I mean, the Giants have Dalvin Tomlinson, so he's a top three in New York. But that's it. Yeah. Um, it's funny how some names are, like, football only and some names are baseball. Like, if there was a yeah. Tomlinson in Major League Baseball, you'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Go to football.
1: Yeah, well, that's partly the demographics of the sport. I, I guess that's true, but he, I do think it works with names. Even I, even I worked like, for my congressman, uh, Martin Olav Sabo, uh, in, uh-huh. in the seat uh, now uh, filled by Ilhan Omar, in 2003, and one of the people in the office was Lisa Tomlinson. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned to Lisa Tomlinson one day, I said, "You know the the best football player in the NFL right now? I mean, he was literally like, if you had him in fantasy, he was like on the Madden cover that year." Now, if you had him in fantasy in that era, you I mean, let me put it this way. We were at an auction, and, and yeah. Shamir Simon spent $117 on LT. Yeah,
2: and probably didn't You know why? Because
1: he had four touchdowns a week. Anyway, yeah. so I mentioned to Lisa Tomlinson. I said, oh, you know, there's a football player whose name is also L. Tomlinson, and she had never heard of him.
2: Yeah, We've, we discussed yeah. this before. This is an old Adam Crow rant, like people being named Lola but never having heard of the song Lola. It's, it yeah. seems like it should be the first thing that comes up when you meet them. Uh, let's move to the defense for a second, which is, uh, the Jets front seven is a strength. They drafted Quinn Williams third. Uh, he might be, be it's a, been star. a strength
1: for like at least a decade now. Yes.
2: Yeah, so well, Leonard will their defensive line in particular, more so than their linebackers. Leonard Williams is in a contract year, very high pick, uh, in his fifth year. And you know, who knows if this team gets off to a slow start, you know, I would look to trade him. Henry Anderson had a career year last year and got a big signing after the Colts basically gave him away. Uh, and then, they, I mean, they, they, they're loaded. Steve McClendon, the longtime nose tackle, you know, might not even start for them. They they have—it's the only position where they have to, like, might have to cut guys who are actually NFL players. Uh, Talk to me lo- about
1: Fola Runzu Fadakasi.
2: <laughs> yeah, Fola Runzo, He was a draft pick last year.
1: Amazing uh, name.
2: Yeah, it is a good name. Uh, he's going kind to of have a tough time making the team. He would make the team normally. They signed this guy, Bronson Kafusi, who's been playing better than him. Uh, they also yeah. have Nathan Shepard. Oh, so Cal-
1: a, is better than Fadakasi.
2: Kafusi F- over Kata- Fadakasi. Yeah. They, they drafted a couple uh, uh, linemen last year. Nathan Shepard, who, who, who was playing, I think he's Canadian. He was playing like in, in, not the CFL, but like Canadian college football. Uh was sort of a bust last year, but he might make the team. The, the, lineback, the big linebacking news is CJ Mosley. They gave him a trillion dollars to come over from the Ravens. Uh, and then their other starting inside linebacker, Avery Williamson, just tore his ACL. So he's out for the year. And they traded Darren Lee. So they're going to have to play, a, you know, a backup level player like Neville Hewitt or a rookie for th- fifth round pick, Blake Cashman. The outside linebackers are no names, Jordan Jenkins, Frankie Louvo, and Brandon Copeland. But they all like were successful pass rushers last year. They really, you know, so we'll see if Greg Williams, the new defensive coordinator, your favorite person on Earth, <laughs> um, if his scheme. And, you know, the story Greg Williams. Uh, the guy who testified against him is Adam Gase, the head coach's father-in-law, and is also yeah. on the staff. It's gonna yeah, if I'm this sure team's gonna go well. If listen, if this team is six and zero, everyone will be happy. If this team's zero and six, you will actually see burning at Florin Park. Like they, it will be insane. Like Greg Williams, if you thought what he did on Hard Knocks last year was a coup, he's gonna like stab Gase with a pitchfork. It's gonna get insane. The safety combo is is elite. Jamal Adams is the most fun defensive player to watch in the NFL. He plays every every snap like he loves football more than anybody else in the league. He plays every snap like it's his last. Has said he'd be happy if he died on the field. Uh, And Marcus May is is incredibly talented, but is always injured. He's their other safety. the uh, The problem is the cornerback position. Trumaine Johnson uh, was a uh, was given like a historically big cornerback uh, contract last year, and was below average and now is old, and it looks like he's just never going to be even an average corner again, and he's and he, they can't even cut him after this year. And then Dow Roberts, who's Roberts like a nickel cornerback, who's always been like an end-of-a-roster type guy, is a starter. They are so—I mean, I follow this team incredibly closely, and there are times of practice where they're starting corners I've never heard of because they have like 8 or 9 injured cornerbacks right now. This is the, to the point where the guys who predict the 53 man rosters, if you see like the like you know every beat writer now does a 53 man roster prediction like once a week. Yeah. Um I mean they were just they they like just say NA for the whole position. It's like they're going to have to pick up every good corner that gets cut like there might not be any good corners they cut, but literally every corner gets cut. They're going to have to pick up. They might have yeah, to. Pick well, they're going to be
1: fighting the Vikings for that because well, they're not, gonna be the Vi- they're not going to be fighting the
2: they're not going to be fighting the Vikings because uh, it goes by how bad you were last year. So the Jets have third. Third, uh, you know, it's priority after the two after the Cardinals and the um, oh it goes waivers the same and the Niners baseball? yeah it's the same as baseball so yeah no, they have because the Vikings choice,
1: so. I was reading their fifty three man prediction and it said for their eighth and ninth cor- uh, DBs uh, it's probably going to be guys who are on other teams another team yeah right now.
2: so they will but but uh, the bad teams get first crack at all yeah. and, it, and it doesn't reset so you get third crack at every single player oh that's um, well well just be bad and then you have to worry about it <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah um, speaking so, about Vikings and a uh, Jets competing which has happened yeah. a lot it happened with Kirk Cousins last summer. Happened with Anthony yes. Barr this summer?
2: Yeah. I think I think the Barr signing, I told this to you, it ends up being uh, a blessing in disguise because, one, they wouldn't have been able to sign Khalil. They wouldn't have had the money for it. Anthony Barr signed, agreed to the Jets and then spurned them for less money to go back to Minnesota. I just don't think that it's a it, – you know, I, he's not an elite pass rusher even though he is a very good player. I, I yeah, think he's not – I mean,
1: Bill Simmons, uh, Bill Barnwell put him on his, uh, you know, his super 53-man yeah. roster. He's thing. a
2: great player. He's a unique player uh, in that. The problem
1: is that he disappears for long stretches of yeah. time. He's almost like he's almost like like a specialty guy. He's l- like you know like 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 Ray Allen in basketball, where yeah. he has one or, or or like Andy Samberg. Like he's really good at certain things, but then he's uh-huh. it's not it's not like he's playing like you know right. 100% he's not the snaps. right. Andy
2: Samberg is rarely the dad in like a traditional SNL scene. yeah. Um, uh, those anyway, are some good analogies there.
1: Uh, now let's talk about another competition that the Vikings and, and Jets had. had You're, well, tell me about your kicking game because you guys wanted Kari Vedvik, who had a good game for the uh, for the Ravens, and they traded him to the Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings the
2: Vikings traded. So the Vikings have now used
1: the fifth round draft pick on kickers in consecutive years.
2: The Jets had like historically great special teams last year, by far the best in the league, uh, coming from a, after a year that they had like the worst. And really, what happened was uh, Jason Myers just hit like 20, 50 yard field goals and uh, and Andre Roberts like returned every single kick 50 yards the entire season uh, after not really being good for several years. The problem is that those things are fluky and the one good thing that uh, the post GM Mc- Mike McAn did is he did not resign those guys. Keep in mind this team has fired their GM since the draft. I didn't mention that up front. Um, and so <laughs> yeah. they which is smart Always to,
1: a sign of a team that's uh, yeah. you know very optimistic. <laughs> for they
2: the trusted defense. him to draft uh, you know the third player in the draft but not to not to continue after that. So anyway, Andre Roberts is, is with the bills and Jason Myers signed with the Seahawks, but um, they replaced them with Chandler. Canzaro who's already retired. It's been a very strange camp and, uh, and uh, they don't really have a returner. So yeah, the jets have literally no kicker. Like Taylor Bertolette is kicking for them in the preseason, but they are, I don't think they intend to make him their kicker. So They might just go with what they should do. I think is have a different kicker every week. Like just do like, uh, you know seventeen kickers seventeen weeks see how it goes I also think it would be f- like i don 't know how teams do this, but because when you bring in a kicker and you know like it's it 's a week by week thing which is why in- it 's insane when teams like the Vikings seem to always draft kickers and punters um, the uh, if it, I would not give them the playbook because then they could like get signed by New England next week and just hand them the playbook right I would not give oh. i would not if I send the kicker I would not let him like in any meeting I would not let him on the premises other than the practice field to kick what do you think about that idea?
1: Well I mean the the problem with this Kari Vedvik is the Vikings don't even know what they're doing with him. They in the, in their second preseason game they had him do three punts and one extra point. But Dan Bailey was still kicking other than that. Yeah. So I don't, and the punts were very bad. He had no Well that's hang a times. weird
2: combo cuz Bailey is like as you know he's the famous kickoff guy also. So Well
1: here yeah oh, and he the So they going to keep prob- two
2: kickers? Like I the problem being a sense. kicker
1: punter is that most likely you're not really good at, like, you're correct you're decent at both, but you're not good at Right, if it was yet.
2: a college team, that's incredibly useful because there's an unlimited amount of spots, so, like, having a guy like that, at worst, you're the backup for both. That's an incredibly valuable person. The NFL is built in a weird way where you're never going to have a kicker or punter, you know, backup. So the idea that you could have one would be amazing, but it's a different sport, you know, the, the same way the guy who wins the 100-meter dash will never run the 400-meter dash. Yeah. Um, all right, so quickly, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, because we're running out of time, the 20th-ranked team. So let me give you my core eights for both teams. The Jets is Darnold Adams, Quinn and Williams, Le'Veon Bell, C.J. Mosley, Leonard Williams, Chris Herndon, and Robbie Anderson. Not great. And the Jaguars is Nick Foles, Jalen Ramsey, Josh Allen, A.J. Bouye, who I think has to basically fall off the list now because he uh, is rumored to maybe be even cut, so he can't be the fourth most valuable chip on the team. Kalei Campbell, Marcel Darius, Yannick Ngakwe, and Miles Jack. Now, do you know what those seven players other than Nick Foles have in common? defense. All defense. Other than the yeah. quarterback. I mean, there is nothing on offense. It is frightening. Leonard Fournette is a bust. I think we could say that he's not good. They have a lot of, like, like similar to what we talked about with the other Florida team, the, the Dolphins, they have a lot of, like, cute, like, oh, this guy might be good. Like, D.D. Westbrook types that never really put together a full season, but, like, have two games a year where you, it seems like on red zone they keep scoring. Um, so they have a few decent receivers. Their offensive line is mediocrities, but every single defender on this team is a stud, and then they drafted Josh Allen, who a lot of people thought was the top five guy in the draft. So uh, this defense might be absolutely frightening, but it's possible Nick Foles has his worst year just because, like, I don't know if he has enough uh, weapons really to handle, uh, you know, he's going from Philadelphia, where he had an all-world offensive line and solid receivers and a solid running game, to absolutely nothing, you know? Yeah.
1: Now, uh, y- you sound pretty optimistic about this team, though. The Jaguars? No, the Jets.
2: Oh well, I, we're also talking about the Jaguars. Uh, well, yeah, I'd no, but, say so. Okay, the Jet ceiling is uh, nobody cares about the Jaguars. The Jet ceiling is uh, Andrew Luckish ten and six, where where Darnold they stay relatively healthy and John, Darnold drags them to ten and six, and then they're the number one team on next year's Bill Barnwell. This team is going to recede list. You know that's their yeah. absolute apex. And uh, downside is the offensive line falls apart. Darnold misses three or four games again, and they and they have you know for the 80th straight year yeah, yeah, double digit losses.
1: Yeah, All right, well, well, can we do the schedule game then?
2: Uh, if you want to do it very quickly, sure, we're running out of time.
1: Uh, listen, if we don't get to the Jaguars, no one's dying. All right, uh, week one, at home against Buffalo.
2: Uh, I th- if you lose this game, you have to shut off the season right away. You, if it was a video game, you'd reset right away. So I'm going to say they beat the, the Bills, but I'm going to be nervous.
1: All right, week two, at home against Cleveland.
2: Yeah, I think there's a loss. Uh, Baker Mayfield came in last year it was his first game he beat them. I think they're going to lose.
1: All right, uh week 3 at New England, loss. All right, so 1 and 2 and then the very early bye week. Uh come out of the bye at Philadelphia.
2: Yeah, it's another loss. It's right, not it's th- it's, the, it's one of the easy schedules in the league, but it's it's tough
1: at the beginning. All right, 1 and 3 at home against the Cowboys. I'll say win. All right, 2 and 3 and then at home against the Patriots on Monday Night Football. Yeah, loss, 2 and 4. Yeah, two Monday nighters in uh, the first 6. Weeks. All right, so you're 2 and 4. Yeah. At Jacksonville, who we'll discuss in a second. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, no, we won't. We're almost out yeah. of
2: time. Uh, the, I'd say they will be Jacksonville. 13 All right, to 10. so three and four, and then you yeah. stay in Florida at Miami. Win the Dolphins are the worst team in yeah. the NFL. Four and four.
1: All right, now you come home to yeah. face the Giants. It's
2: gonna be rocking. Another bad team. I'll say five and four.
1: Five and four. So they go from two and four to five and four. They mm-hmm. go at Washington, another terrible team.
2: Uh, win again. The schedule six is really and four, easy. and then
1: at home yeah. it's Oakland before Thanksgiving, another seven terrible f- team. Seven and four. All right, so the two and four Jets are going to win five games in a row. Hold on, hold on. This schedule, and then yeah, you go at Cincinnati really another
2: very winnable game. I say they'll lose in Cincinnati. All right, seven
1: and five, and then home against the Dolphins. Uh, win. So okay, so from two and four to eight and five. Yeah. Wow. Eight yep. and five in the driver's seat for a playoff game. You got a short week at Baltimore. Yeah,
2: that's a loss. Eight and six. Eight and six.
1: Then you come home and face the the Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Loss. Eight and seven. Eight and
1: seven. And then you needing a win and a lot of help to make the playoffs at Buffalo.
2: In, in Buffalo, they lose eight and eight. All right. Yeah.
1: So, so that's a roller fair. coaster. I mean, Two I do think four. that's
2: that's sort of the seventieth percentile for them. I don't think that's the likely scenario is probably closer to six or seven wins. But you, as you see the schedule, there aren't a lot of. I mean, yes, every team sees their schedule and says, "Oh, great, we have the Jets next week. That's winnable." But we can say that about every team but the, you know, the Patriots and maybe this the Steelers, Eagles, and Browns.
1: All right. I mean, okay. So, you're pretty optimistic, but, you know, not unreasonably so. Yeah. Right, and so, I think so the Jaguars now, are also about an 8-8 eight eight team, 7-9-8. Yeah. And and Let's run through these Jaguars. mm mm-hmm.
2: Mhm. I mean, uh, aren't we at 32 minutes? No, we got 5 minutes to go. All right. I don't think so. Um I got the pop. Yeah. Clock, I mean, what do, you, what do you want to say about the Jaguars? Uh I mean, I don't, I don't have a lot to say about the Jaguars. Give me a take. Give me a Jaguars take. What do you think? Nick Foles.
1: I mean, I, I, my Nick Foles takes have been pretty consistent for a while. Yeah. He's a backup quarterback. They gave him $50 million because he's not Blake Bortles.
2: Yeah, they're, play, they're, they're certainly paying him like he's a starter. Um, there aren't a lot of Nick Foles in the NFL. You know, you have...
1: Yeah, I, I'm still shocked at that contract. I said last December, January, in my fantasy football league WhatsApp group, I said, you know, he would get sort of a Case Keenum-esque quarterback uh, contract. He would get 20 to 25 million guaranteed. There was no way that he was going to get, you know, double that, and then he did. So, I, I mean, look, the Jaguars are a team who coming into last season were coming off a, uh, an AFC Championship game that they were winning in the second half that they blew because of their abysmal play calling. Yeah. And they were really optimistic. And remember when we had our Jaguars guest on last year, he thought, you know, he was at 12-4, and four and he said he was more conservative than most of his friends. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the bottom fell out because uh, Blake Bortles was who we thought he was. Yeah, and this is just a team, you know. And I hate to say, but the Vikings are a little bit in this circumstance. Also, your Jets, you know, in the beginning of this decade, are a little bit like this. Also, uh, we've seen it with the Seahawks, like teams that are based on the defense first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Defensive guys aren't going to last unless it's like a safety. It's their not. 30s. It's
2: it's not. Sometimes defensive players do last, but the scheme and the cumulative group doesn't always work. Everyone says that offense repeats from year to year better than defense. Yeah, which is why you know you would be worried if you're a Chicago Bears fan, also. But uh, the offense: Didi Westbrook, DJ Shark, uh, uh, Marquise Lee, and James O'Shaughnessy. I mean, that's the receiving core. That's a nightmare. Leonard yeah. Fournette sucks. Their backup is Alfred Blue, who sucks. Yeah. Uh, their offensive line: Cam Robinson has kind of struggled in the league. Norwell is a big signing from Carolina. Well, like Cam
1: Robinson, more of a basketball name than a football name.
2: I agree. Uh, Linder, AJ Can, which is more of like a porn name, I think, and then Cedric <laughs> uh, Cedric Agabo uh, a Bowie. Oh, you're watching. Um. It, it, that, it's not a great line. The defense is ridiculous, like we said. Ngakwe, Darius, Campbell, Allen, that's just in the front four. Yeah. Uh, a rookie draft pick, Ramsey uh, and quarterbacks. Great Jack, quarterbacks. Ramsey and Bouye, Ronnie Harrison, Jared Williams, yeah. CJ revis they are beyond loaded. I mean, no, they wouldn't trade with a defense. Oh, like, who's, who's the NFL.
1: backup for Nick Foles? Because I see Tanner Lee. I've never even heard of him.
2: Uh, Tanner Lee, uh, I think Gardner Minshew, the draft pick, has been playing a lot, but I think he's been really bad, if I'm not right. mistaken.
1: I mean, I just think that this team is going to have a massive I think hole Tanner Lee in got injured,
2: maybe. But I, I agree, the, the backup situation is... As I, I just as
1: don't see a, a, a way for that. this team to get to 20 points a week consistently.
2: Oh, they released Tanner Lee, so they, they waived him. Right, um, so my depth so chart is very out of date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you should go on uh, Our Lads, I think, has, uh, has uh, yeah, updated depth charts. Probably. Um, uh, Gardner Minshew, the sixth round pick, is going to be their backup. So, yeah, they probably have the worst backup situation in the league. We didn't mention the Jets' backup. Do you know who it is? Mm, no. Trevor Simeon. Honestly, that's like a pretty – Oh, he was on the Vikings last year. That's fine. Yeah, 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 That's fine. That's a league average backup. Yeah, um, uh, yeah so the ja- the Jaguars are weird. They're, they're a rich man's Broncos in which on paper it's a terrible team, but that defense is so good that when you watch the game, you're like, oh, shoot, this is like a nightmare team to play. Just an absolute nightmare. I, I don't
1: think I'd call them a rich man's anything. But
2: they are. The, I, Bron- I the Broncos point. suck. They have like eight guys. I mean, they might not have one Von Miller or even Chubb. Okay, the Jaguars suck also. Right? Yeah, but I mean, the, the, yeah, but the, the Jaguars have like 10 good defenders. Like nobody The Jaguars
1: lost 7 games in a row last
2: year. Yeah, and they got better on defense. Like their their the, defense the, is really good and they've a better quarterback. Like Nick Foles say what you will about him, he's better than than the Boat. He's better than
1: Blake Bortles. Yeah. Um I'm I'm not I, he he's I get look, we've seen him be better than Blake Bortles. But we also saw Blake Bortles play fine for a season. You know, I just, I, I think that the Jaguars are a team that's a six and ten, seven and nine team. I think we yeah, have them ranked.
2: I think, five. I think seven and nine, eight and eight. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think they're. I mean, listen, if they had a good offensive line, I'd say if Nick Foles could recover his magic, they could win a playoff game. But they don't,
1: and they won't. And yeah, there's they a won't. big cutoff to me um, after this is team number twenty. Every team from here on up, I think, should expect to make the playoffs. Has goals of making the playoffs. And I think that this is the last team we're going to talk about that, you know, they are not going to make the playoffs in.
2: Well, you think so. You think the best 20 teams are all <laughs>
1: 18 plus.